Time for the WJR Sportsbook? You bet. Sponsored by Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Now here are your hosts, Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. And here we go. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you into another very exciting edition of the WJR Sportsbook. My name Beautiful is day in the neighborhood. It is, isn't it? A go- See? And quite the view, the huh? The view here is fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely glorious. Uh, James, how was the weekend? Uh, pretty great. I Well, I worked the weekend here in Detroit, but I was in Lakeland last week with the Tigers. Yeah, we're going to touch on that in a little bit. I understand you've got some stories. I got stories. I love stories. <laughs> uh, Steve Courtney, along with Jamie Edmonds, happy to have you here with us. And can I be completely honest? I would hope you would be. Uh, yesterday, uh, sat down, uh, started watching the Valspar Championship. Wonderful tournament. More on that a little bit. And then, of course, college hoops. And somewhere around, and, and this is, I, I sat down about noonish in the Lazy Boy. Okay. And about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I started to feel a little guilty that I'm just doing sitting nothing. here doing absolutely nothing, but enjoying myself. But my guilt lasted about five seconds. <laughs> And I moved on. Why would you be feel guilty? If you're a sports I, fan, I, it's a great I, day. Yeah, but, it, you know, it's like, wow. But then I took into consideration that I'm still going to be sitting here for seven more hours. <laughs> yeah, well, there's guilt sometimes in the middle of summer, I feel like, when the weather's great, great, great. Yeah, then there's a couple of things I probably should have taken care of, but I didn't. Uh, your thoughts on the tournament thus far? I think it's been fun. I think it's fun to see upsets. I watched the Kentucky game on the plane because you can watch live TV on Southwest. Shout out. There you go. Um, St. Peter's, St. Mary's, all the Saints are doing well. I like it. Uh, Obviously, uh, a little bummed out with what went down in Greenville yesterday. Of course. Um, Certainly, uh, you had two Hall of Fame coaches, Izzo Krzyzewski, you know, and, you know, that was the big backdrop to this tilt. For some, it really wasn't about the game itself. It's about Mike Krzyzewski, 42 years, blah, 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 Izzo, 27 years. And um, the game itself was undeniably good. The separation at the half, uh, Duke up four, it would go to nine. Uh, Spartans do what the Spartans do. They fight, scratch, bite, and claw, go on a 9-0 run. Next thing you know, five minutes left, they're up five. That was so exciting. First of all, both Michigan State games I thought were very exciting. But, yeah, Duke was fun. Michigan State, when they went up five with 5-10 to go, I was kind of getting loud in my seat in the sports office at Channel 4. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to send Coach K home. Well, they put themselves in a position to win. Unfortunately, uh, from that point on, Duke, being Duke, goes on a 20-6 to run. They turned it up. It was just different basketball 85-76 the final the score really not indicative of how close it was you had uh some pretty darn good individual performances Marcus Bingham Jr. his fifth double double of the season the third in his last six games uh the game Joey Hauser had against Davidson I think Spartan fans had been waiting for a breakout game like that 27 points doesn't come close to it in the loss to Duke. I think he only had five with a few boards to go along with it. Well, Duke watched the Davidson game, scouted a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
But, you know, in our conversation uh, with Tom Izzo this morning, yeah, he was uh, a bit bummed out. But, you know, in the handshake line afterwards, you could tell the out-and-out respect that he and Mike Krzyzewski have for one another. Agreed. And, you know, Coach knows that he's 3-13 and 13 against that guy. He knows that Coach K is a legend. He talked about it leading up to the game. He said some funny quotes saying, I think Coach K likes getting our matchup. We've been the punching bag. Right, right. You know? So I think he gets it. I think that he knows that you probably won't see a coach like Coach K again that stays for that long. It's going to be unprecedented. I mean, 42 years. And then, you know, you read stuff, and this is kind of crazy. There's a thought that he still wants to have a little control over the Duke program after he retires, which, how? I don't know. Recruits, he, this, that, the other bounce. thing? You got to get out. Just, it's it's your time. Just go. Right. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Magnum T.I. is sticking around, and I know... Uh, that he is very excited about the future. He's got a lot of talent uh, in this program, not to mention uh, Mr. Bingham, Gabe Brown, Joey Hauser. They all have eligibility left. Mm -hmm. So that's rather intriguing. That is intriguing. I didn't think about that because I'm thinking, oh, they're seniors, they're gone. Not necessarily. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, the Michigan basketball Wolverines, what a crazy Crazy season it has been for them. Remember, James, wasn't all that long ago here on the Sportsbook. We were wondering out loud whether or not Michigan had the chops to get their ticket punched. I know. Think about this season. Go all the way back to their COVID issues when they couldn't even play some games. Then, you know, they had injuries. Then they're a bubble team. Then the Jawan Howard situation, he's out for five games. So they have this interim head coach. They weren't even supposed to be in this position. Now they're back to the Sweet 16. It's pretty remarkable. Well, you know what? I think what they've shown is a ton of resolve. And we know one thing about this tournament. Whoever heats up at the right time, they win and they advance. And Michigan, on their way to their fifth straight Sweet 16, have shown that they can heat up at the right time. Absolutely. I mean, they beat Colorado State without their point guard. It's just like next man up for them. And I do like that. And I do want to mention, you know, Jawan Howard has got his negative attention. But that scene with him consoling the Tennessee player, who I believe he recruited, I think his son knows him. Yeah, there was a history there with those two. Uh, Kennedy Chandler, uh, a fine ball player. But we had Greg Campy on uh, the Mitch show earlier, and I said to Coach Campy, I said, look, you know, we, we know what Juwan Howard went through with the whole Wisconsin fiasco, but, you know, I think what we witnessed there embodies what not only college basketball should be about, but sport. Yeah. Because that was a moment to be celebrated. Only one team is going to win, and the team that loses, especially in this tournament deal, it's great disappointment. Mm-hmm. Tennessee was on a roll. There's no question. They were no three seed. I'm sure they expected more. Well, they win their first SEC tournament in 42 years. They they thought this was their time. Mm-hmm. And you saw the emotion from Kennedy. And I just love that video of Jawan consoling him. And, you know, people can be complex, but Twitter and social media likes to just highlight negative. That was bad what happened with him in Wisconsin, but that doesn't mean he's an all-bad person. 
Well, you know, back it up a little bit to the handshake line with the Spartans and Blue Devils. Gabe Brown, 18 points, had himself a ball game, and he was obviously distraught. So he gets to Coach K. Coach K spends some time with him. Right. As if to say, look, kid, you, you did everything you were supposed to do and blah, blah, blah. So Gabe Brown, to have that little chat after, that's going to mean the world to him right. down the road. He'll remember that forever. So, so now, as we mentioned, the basketball Wolverines on their way to the Sweet 16. Who do they get? Uh, that would be number two seeded Villanova, the Wildcats, and the Wolverines tip it off 7-15 Thursday night in San Antonio. Uh, I find it interesting with Coach Wright and that Villanova program. Uh, you know, he's done some very special things. And the thing that stands out with free throws being what they are in the game today, and yeah, some are good, some are bad, it's the best free throw, free throw shooting team in the country. I think I said this over the weekend to somebody at Local 4. Villanova's always good. They just are. And I remember being there in 2018 when they played Michigan. And this kid comes off the bench, Dante right. Divin. How do you say his name? DiVincenzo. 31 points off the bench. What a killer. Well, a uh, little uh, history here. Michigan and Villanova has faced each other five times. U of M going two and three. Now, the Wolverines' two wins came during the regular season in December of 1970 and November of t- uh, 2018. In the postseason, it's, uh, it's been Villanova. Nova wins over the uh, one-seeded Wolverines in the 85 NCAA tournament and over the Wolverines in the aforementioned 2018 National Championship game. In San Antonio. Ironically enough. I know. But, you know, as we were discussing, you know, Juwan Howard back um, in full effect uh, and this Wolverine team uh, playing with a hell of a lot of confidence. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I think it'll be fun. I mean, I don't think I don't I wouldn't pick Michigan in the game, but don't bet against these guys. They weren't supposed to be here. Only twelve point eight percent of brackets had them in the sweet sixteen. Those people are all probably in Ann Arbor. How's your bracket doing? Don't ask. I have two that are officially busted. That are official uh, officially placemats right now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in the age of technology, it's on my phone. It just doesn't look very pretty. Well, Greg Campy uh, says that number one overall seeded Gonzaga, still the team to beat. That's going to be a 7 o'clock tip Thursday uh, with Gonzaga and number four Arkansas. That in the West Regional, 9.30 p.m. on Thursday in the West. Number two Duke, number three Texas Tech, 9.45 on Thursday from the South Regional. Number five Houston, number one Arizona. Then we move to Friday, 7 o'clock tip. Big things uh, going. The Peacocks. <laughs> There's one of my favorites. St. Peter's going against the Boilermakers, a third seed in the East Regional. Doug Eddard, I believe, is the kid's name. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a story, isn't there? He yep. looks like she, he should be working at a, like a 7-Eleven. I know. It's awesome. The facial He's a hair. baller. <laughs> facial Rains hair. Rains threes. Yeah, right. Uh but you know what? I, I love this about the tournament. Me too. This is the best part. Loyola of Chicago. We've seen Sister them do Jean this. Sister Jean emerges yeah. or Doug Eddert from St. Peter's or that cheerleader getting the ball down from in between the backboard there. That was pretty good. I mean, that was impressive. You could rent yourself out for uh, parties doing that. <laughs> you could. Uh, yeah, the Peacocks, we'll see how they fare against the Boilermakers. 7-15 
Friday uh, out of the Midwest Regional, uh, number one seeded Kansas, number four Providence, 9.30 Friday, East Regional, number four UCLA, number eight North Carolina. UCLA all of a sudden back. Remember, I remembered when I was watching that game, all those names against oh, Michigan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ha- uh, Javi Jaquez. They uh, bettered uh, my Spartans last year, too. Yep, yep. They're back. And uh, the mustachio guy from Gonzaga, he's back. Oh, he's back, yeah. yeah. I hate Drew Timmy so much. <laughs> I hate him. You know, That's hey, strong. You, you know what, Blake? One thing we found out about you. You're negative, man. You hold a lot of hate for I'm, people I, just for just for being good. Yeah. No, Drew, the Drew Timmy one is they were down to Baylor, and he did his little mustache celebration when they were down by like That's 15. That's his brand, okay? Yeah, well, when you're down 15, maybe chill out on the brand how'd and worry it, about the score. How'd it go? How'd that game go? They lost. Oh, all right. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Wait till it gets back to Timmy that you're calling him out. I know. Some yeah. Blake guy in Detroit. Him. Let's tweet at him. <laughs> was talking about you mustaching I'll it. I'll have a chat with Drew Timmy. I'm not afraid of him. Uh, <laughs> the uh, nightcap, 945 Friday, uh, Midwest Regional, number 10, Miami, number 11, Iowa State. So going to be very, very exciting. I want to make one point about Michigan basketball. Okay. Going to the fifth straight Sweet 16. We've discussed that. They've been very good in the tournament in the past couple of years. Very good. Going back to Beeline. Sweet 16, seven of the last NCAA tournaments. 23 tournament wins. How about that? That's as high as any of the Blue Bloods. You know, I think uh, the thing about this team, which is impressive, especially when they were on the bubble. Indeed, they were on the bubble uh, for a while. For them to block out the noise of the Wisconsin thing and everything else, and to be able to perform as they have. Uh, I think that speaks the world of Juwan Howard, and that is one of the reasons why uh, I thought it was silly that people were saying he should lose his job over that Wisconsin thing. Agreed. That was stupid. Agreed. He was punished. He said he's sorry. He can't do it again. And, like, let's move forward, people. And he's, you he see, served he's his time. Nice, yeah, he's a nice guy. All right, uh, Jamie, as we were discussing, uh, was in Lakeland. I think it's going to be a very exciting Tiger season. Me too. We'll talk about it coming up here on the WJR Sportsbook. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook, sponsored by Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Once again, here are Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. So very happy to have our good friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort as our presenting sponsor. For the uh, WJR Sportsbook. Very I nice. I can't folks. wait to check that place out. Well, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, uh, they should have a wing uh, named after me. <laughs> I've, uh, I've donated. But uh, what are you going to do? That's just the way it goes. <laughs> Did you, it's entertainment. Do you have fun? Uh, oh, a riot. Okay. Just wonderful folks up there. So very helpful. Uh, and uh, we'll get up there soon enough. You better believe that. Uh, meanwhile, let's talk uh, Pistons for a minute, shall we? Uh, they are in action as this program's going on. They are playing host to Ch- 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 Chauncey Billups and the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Portland up 17-9, 7.33 left in the first quarter of play. Pistons coming off that 113-109 loss at Cleveland on Saturday night. Uh, the Detroiters now have lost five of their last six. Yes. But, again, you see growth. And Dwayne Casey said after the Cleveland game, he's, you know how Cleveland made their jump? 
He sees the yeah. Pistons doing that in a year. I, I would not be shocked by that. And you know what? First and foremost, I would be very, very happy for Dwayne Casey because I think right now he's got a uh, two-bottle-of-Maylox habit. Uh, I'd <laughs> like to see that come down a little bit. Uh, meanwhile, I mentioned Chauncey Billups, former Piston great, obviously. Uh, the Trailblazers on the outside looking in as far as the postseason. But I think uh, he's had some injuries to deal with and everything else. I think back to Dwayne Casey and his Maylocks, I think there are glimmers here. And that's why the future's bright. I mean, Sadiq Bey, 51. That's great. That was unbelievable. Is Kate a rookie of the year? Who knows? He's at least one of the best rookies this season. He's certainly making a statement for himself. And then they'll have a top four pick next year. You know, uh, I think things are uh, really going in the right direction, as it appears. Uh, meanwhile, in the National Hockey League, uh, first things first, the trade deadline uh, at three o'clock this very afternoon. Stevie Iserman, uh was not idle. The uh, Red Wings trade Vladislav uh, Nemesnikov to the Dallas Stars for a fourth round pick. Uh, Nemesnikov has 13 goals, 25 points in 60 games with the Red Wings, uh, career high of 22 goals, 48 points, that back in 2017-18. That dude could skate, I'll tell you that much. Also, the Blues acquired defenseman Nick Letty and Luke Witkowski from the Winged Wheelers in exchange for defenseman Jake Wallman, center Oscar Sundquist, and a 2023 second-round draft pick. All this going down today. Letty in the final season of a seven-year deal with an average salary, uh, average value of $5.5 million. Blue's certainly in the market for some veteran defensive help, and Letty can help as a depth addition. Uh, this has been Letty's, by the way, lone season with the uh, Red Wings, and the 31-year-old has struggled at times, producing 16 points in 55 games. So oh, I like that deal. He was in the final year. Sure. The Wings aren't making the playoffs, and look what he got. Uh, the Red Wings, by the way, will host the Flyers 7.30 tomorrow night, coming off the 4-2 loss to the Crockett in Seattle on Saturday night. You know, there's no doubt that Stevie Wise building something here. Right. I thought they might have made a push for the playoffs this year. I think a lot of people did. It looked for a minute yeah. like they were going to. They were wild card eligible, uh, well, at least in the conversation. Easily a month ago, and right. things have gone south. Right. I think they need to figure out the blue line. You know, they just let Danny DeKaiser go. Nick Letty's gone. Um, maybe shore up the blue line in the off season. I don't know. Steve, call me if you need ideas. He may be tuned in. He's probably writing things down <laughs> right sure now. I'm sure he's taking notes of what we have to say. <laughs> now, I don't worry about uh, what the Red Wings have going on. Me neither. No. I'm just getting impatient. Uh, well, And if that's fair or not. You know, here's the question. Um, Jeff Blaschel, I've got nothing but respect for that guy. I I Uh, wonder how long he'll stay. Well, you know, I I think that he and Iserman are on the same page. And I think, obviously, Stevie is very hockey knowledgeable that he knew the situation that Blaschel was in. Right. You know, and... You can't ask too much from him, depending on what's on the ice. What are you surrounding him with? Right. And the pantry was empty. Mm-hmm. And so as we move forward, you know, hopefully it gets to a point, and I'm sure Jeff might even say the same thing, that 
I need to win with the talent that I have. Right. I just don't think he's quite there yet. I don't think you have the names yet to sort of put him on notice. Well, we'll see. Um, you know, I just can't believe the trade deadline's here already, for crying out loud. Well, it's 50 degrees outside. Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> uh, we'll talk Tigers, because there is reason for excitement with this organization. We'll have that coming up here on the WJR Sportsbook. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook, sponsored by Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Once again, here are Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. Welcome back into the Sportsbook, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to kick this segment off with some very, very big news. You see, the 105th edition of the Michigan Open Championship will feature a new title sponsor. The Michigan Section PGA has announced the Hall Financial Michigan Open Championship presented by Turtle Creek Casino and Caesar Sportsbook will be played June 13th through the 16th on the Bear Course at Tra- uh, Grand Traverse Resort and Spa. It's going to be an absolutely unbelievable event. And what's even more unbelievable, this is the second conversation I'm going to have with the president and CEO of Hall Financial, D. Hall, in two days. David, how are you? We, we go in streaks, my friend. We go in streaks. Indeed we do. But uh, first and foremost, congratulations. Uh, this is going to be uh, quite a relationship there, David. Yeah, we're really excited about it. I appreciate that. Um, and, you know, in the Michigan PGA, we started uh, sitting down to see if we could do something to get involved. It just seemed like a natural fit as a very, you know, local company here in Michigan supporting the community. And we've done some different things that we're really proud of. And this is another thing where in our own small way, we're going to contribute to hopefully making it a better event and a lot of fun. So we got some fun things planned and the folks, at the Michigan PGA are really good people. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think you guys work with the Pistons and Cade. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, we do, Jamie. Okay. We're, uh, we're really excited about that. He's, he's, uh, he's a great guy also, and we're very fortunate to be affiliated with him. Well, that was the first part of my question. So if you're doing all the Pistons work here, why add golf to the mix? Well, you know, we're, we think of ourselves just more as opportunists. So when Cade came to town, uh, him and his people just called me about helping him with the purchase of his first home, and we did, and I got to know him. And uh, we decided to do some things together, and I just thought he was mature beyond his years, and I think he's going to be the next star in the state of Michigan, and, you know, he's going to transcend all sports and really lift the Pistons to new heights. So we just thought it was a great match and opportunity and then the Michigan PGA was just a separate thing and so they're just really both coincidence we aren't necessarily looking to at a strategy where we're going to get involved in all sports but when things come up and haven't been around for 25 years pretty well networked with things that are coming up in the state we just think that both of those are great opportunities for us to just spread the word about Hall Financial and hopefully do some fun things for the fans and for the contestants. Well, and as we discussed in our conversation on the Great Michigan Weekend uh, this past Saturday, Dave, uh, your business uh, going along with real estate is crazy busy right now. Uh, But it's also very important uh, to be plugged in to the community and you and your staff find wonderful ways to do that, which is very important. Yeah, we, 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 it's important to us and our team, and it's just part of the culture of who we are. We, we actually 
Went down to the George Crockett Academy two weeks ago with Cade. I was going to bring that up. I was there. I was there. And you gave books to students. Yeah, all the students. uh, We made sure they went home with a couple of books on Hall Financial. We brought in Cade to read to them. And then we gave all all the people that work at George Crockett Pistons tickets. So we had a really fun event there. And, you know, those are just the kind of things that we want to do and we intend on making the Michigan Open more fun and a really great community event up in northern Michigan. So, Jamie, you saw it, and you saw the reaction of the kids. I mean, it's like you can't put a price on how important that is for impacting kids that, you know, maybe need that kind of thing more than ever. They were so excited to go, quote-unquote, shopping in the bookstore and pick out two books, plus some of them pick some bookmarks, and then I watched Cade read to them a book about a pig, and it was just a great day. Yeah. Books. Yeah. I've heard of those. <laughs> uh, D. Hall, listen, uh, let me end uh, with a personal question, if I may. Yeah, sure. Are you still a scratch golfer, right and left-handed? So that's 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 like the legend is bigger than the reality. <laughs> I, I have shot some nice scores, but far better golfer right-handed than left-handed and you know, these are just some of the uh, goofy talents that I have that don't mean anything to anybody. But, uh, yeah, I've been playing left-handed lately and having fun with it and trying to get my handicap down. So uh, hitting some balls, getting ready for the spring season. All right. And speaking of some of those bizarre talents, listen, I know a lot of people. Nobody does origami quite like D. Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time, my just, friend, and congratulations. He just makes things up, Jamie. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me on. All right, the Hall Financial Michigan Open Championships. Got a nice ring to it, doesn't it? It really does, and the Bear is a fantastic course. Oh, it's just one of the best. I've tamed it several times. It is a bear is what I was going to yes. say. Yeah. In polite terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tigers! Uh, they fall to the Blue Jays in Lakeland 3-1 earlier this afternoon. Uh, they'll be in Clearwater 105 tomorrow afternoon to take down the Phillies. And my partner, uh, you were there earlier this week for a couple of days, and you've got stories. Okay, so Torque and Green sit two lockers away from each other. They're the best of friends. They like to golf, speaking of golf. All right. Um, They look good. They look like they could make this team, one if not both. And um, they just seem like really nice kids who want to work hard and have the talent like Green just hit a homer a couple games ago. Torkelson had an RBI. Should have been a double, but it was a single. Um, and I asked Al Avila about that, and he said they want them on the team. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez is a great addition. He's the opening day starter. He apparently is mentoring a lot of guys on that staff. Tarek Skubel told me he talks to him for advice. Matt Manning. So Erod is a great addition. And then I talked to Al Avila about is the purse really open? Is it really? Is Chris Illich willing to spend money? Money? Avila says yes, that he, quote, has no restrictions. So take well, that what you will. You know, I think going into this offseason, that was a huge question, whether or not Chris Illich was going to uh, open up the purse strings. And uh, he has because you bring aboard Javier Baez at shortstop. Uh, and I think that's a major, major acquisition. Uh, I know a lot of Tiger fans are saying, you know, when they saw what uh, Correa signed for with the Twins, that we couldn't match that. Well, 
you know what? You don't know what the situation was. Everybody was making a big deal that Correa and his former skipper, A.J. Hinch, went out for like a seven-hour breakfast or whatever the case may be. But what was in his mind at that time? I'll bet you it wasn't what he signed for with the Twins. Well, Avila's point when I asked him this was we went out and spent $225 million. We brought in a catcher. We brought in a starting pitcher. We brought in a shortstop. We brought in a reliever. Side note, Andrew Chafin is a character, and he's going to be fun in press conferences. But they've spent money. They were in it with Granke, and they claim they were in it with Carlos Correa. But if you have a bunch of guys who are good and have chemistry, sometimes you don't need that big signing a la Prince Fielder. Well, you know, yeah, ooh, that one went (laughs) south quickly. Um, But they also bring aboard uh, Michael Pineda, the 33-year-old right-hander. They get him to a one-year deal on Saturday. 9-8 Nine and eight with a three point six two ERA with the Twins last season, but he was five and zero ERA of one point eight five in his last five games. So when you take a look, Jamie, at the uh, Tigers rotation, going to be a mix of Pineda, the aforementioned Eduardo Rodriguez, Casey Mize, uh, Matt Manning, Tarek Skubal, uh Throw Tyler Alexander into the mix, and then uh, you get an arm. Uh, you mentioned Andrew Chafin two-year deal, one of the top free agent relievers out there, and he's wearing the old English D. The most money they spent on the bullpen in a really long time. And A.J. Hinch was saying he likes to use pitchers when he likes to use them. So he says, you know, Soto's the closer, but maybe I bring him in in the sixth. Tyler Alexander isn't a starter, but maybe I bring him in in different ways. So he has more weapons this year, and you know what he did with the talent he had last year. 77 wins, and uh, I really appreciated the way A.J. Hinch went about his business. Um, you know, I think he managed Comerica Park very well. And when I say that, you know, they've they've brought it in a little bit, but Comerica Park is still rather cavernous. Right. And, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with small ball. And when's the last time we saw a Tiger team utilize it the way that A.J. Hinch did with success? Right. And they were aggressive. They were stealing bases. They got lucky with a couple guys like Eric Haas and Akil Badu, who seemed to, you know, they will build on that year that they had last year. So I think there's a lot of hope. And I talked to, oh, you know what else was fun? What? Being live in the clubhouse talking to people. Oh, how about that? That hasn't happened in a long time. Well, that's uh, refreshing. Yes. And A.J. Hinch talking to him twice a day. He seems just cool. Yeah, there's a lot of coolness with uh, A.J. Hinch. Yeah, and he likes to joke with his players. He plays funny videos for them. He plays fun music. I don't know. Overall, I'm I'm hopeful for this team. What was the vibe on Eric Haas out of Dearborn Divine Child? Thank you very much. Uh, You bring on Tucker Barnhart, uh, and I think that was a a pretty solid acquisition, Tucker Barnhart, gold glove. Uh, But Eric Haas uh, had a year last year. Is it going to be platooning? Uh, Did A.J. Hinch talk about that? And you also have Jake Rogers coming back from injury. Uh, When I was there for those two days, that particular uh, topic didn't come up. I did ask about Akil Badu and Eric Haas together as these guys who surprised. And A.J. Hinch says they're both going to make the team and they both should build on last season. Now, what is Eric Haas' role going to be? I'm not sure because he had a great middle of the season and they didn't love the end of his season he kind of cooled off yeah. so they're going to be looking for him to to go back to that form well he can play some left field for you i i think he's versatile enough you can you know put him in different places especially if his bat heats up and you want that in the lineup so right. 
at least there's a little bit of versatility there for the former Falcon. Uh, lastly, Avila said uh, that Miguel Cabrera is sort of this team guy. You heard the, the quote where he said, I'll, I'll play DH and have Tarek Skubal at first. Like He seems to be this team person that really just wants to win and will do whatever role he wants. Well, and he's getting paid very, very well. That's beside the point. Right. Um, and he's on the back nine of his career. Right. And uh, I have little doubt that Miguel Cabrera wants to see this Tiger franchise win a World Series. Of I think course, yeah. uh, I think he's hell bent on it. Uh, has he been compensated well since he's been here? Of course he has. Uh, but that being said, he he has no problems being the DH. Uh, he, he's excited to see Spencer Torkelson at first base. I, I, so everybody is. Yeah. But for him to make that statement of, oh, and by the way, A.J. Hinch is saying, yeah, here's our goals. Uh, we want to win the division and get to the playoffs. Right. And every young guy that I talk to, Scooble, Badu, the younger kids, say that Miguel Cabrera runs the clubhouse, that they can go to him and talk to him and ask him anything, and he runs it. And they have this quote. It's huge, this huge banner. Someone made it. I don't know, Kinko's. And it says, more work, less talk, hyphen Miggy. And it's, I guess, a quote. (laughs) Well, uh, I think it's going to be a pretty magical season. You know, I just can't wait to be at the ball yard holding my tub of beer. Ball yard. Okay. (laughs) Did I say ball yard? Yeah. (laughs) America Park. (laughs) Whatever the case may be. Uh, Some National Football League news. Uh, The quarterback roulette just continues today. This is wild. Never seen anything like it. We'll explain coming up here on the WJR Sportsbook. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook, sponsored by Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Once again, here are Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. You know, it all started with Aaron Rodgers saying he's going to stick around in Green Bay. Uh, Then we got Russell Wilson uh, to Denver. Uh, Some other things along the way. Now this, after 14 seasons and becoming the best quarterback in franchise history, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan moving on from the Falcons. They trade him today to the Colts in exchange for a 2022 third-round draft pick. Uh, The Falcons did not wait long to get his successor. Uh, They agreed to a two-year contract with Marcus Mariota. Hold on. They trade Matt Ryan for a third-round pick? That's yeah. the deal? Yeah. Does that seem not enough to anybody else? Well, you know, there's a couple things uh, working here. Uh, first of all, how sour was the Carson Wentz deal as a Colt? Right. Oh, that did not pan out that at all. That did not go well. So he's a Washington commander right now, and uh, I've always appreciated the way Matt Ryan has gone about his business, even when they blew the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. You know, he was so polite mm-hmm. and, you know, very diplomatic. And I'm sure his heart was completely ripped out. But I've always been a Matt Ryan fan. By all accounts, he's a nice guy. So hopefully this works out for him. I don't think, from what I understand, he didn't ask for a trade or anything, but he was open to it. And so that's how this all went down. And then Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Things are just working out so well for him. Right. Gets himself a nice little extension for a lot of jing. Everything's coming up. Matthew Stafford, he's in that commercial, that cell phone commercial. Very creative. I, I actually say, like it. Very creative. I know yeah. some people don't care for it, but I, I, I think it's rather entertaining. I like it. Uh, Deshaun Watson. too many times. Again, 
Now Wait. you're going to hate on it, right? I like the commercial, but there's something about March Madness. It's the same six commercials. Well, because it's AT and T. You don't uh, like Libby or whatever her name is, Lucy, Libby? Lily, Lily. Lily. I, and yes, I do. What? <laughs> I don't. I like the commercial. I don't like seeing it. But what are you hating on that? He doesn't like the the, the number frequency. of times. Yeah, it, it, like it's it's not just that commercial. It's all the commercials throughout the games are just the same. It's like there's just a loop. Okay, this is the SNL Debbie Downer. Sorry. Womp, womp, womp. I'm go back to keeping myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, feel free to pipe in anytime you hate something. Yes. I can, yeah, I can do that. No right. problem. Okay. Now, let me get this straight. And you might want to chime in on this, Blaker. Let me get this straight. The National Football League, a.k.a. The Shield, they suspend Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley for the entire 2022 season for placing a legal bet in Florida. Right. Okay, I get it. Betting in the National Football League is frowned upon. But he's gone for the entire season. Deshaun Watson, meanwhile, is traded to the Cleveland Browns. He signs that deal worth $230 million guaranteed. Okay. 22 women have accused him of sexual impropriety. Open lawsuits. Now, they decide that criminal charges will not be filed. From that point, what was there, a handful of NFL teams that were bolting to sign Deshaun Watson? Falcons being one of them. Falcons were in the running. Yeah, just how many times does it have to be known that it doesn't matter, apparently, what you do off the field? If you're a winner, you will get signed. Well, and here's the thing. Uh, the NFL is not doing themselves any favors right now. Through domestic violence, we've seen in the past, uh, players going through it, and they're back on the field. Yeah, especially crimes against women, whatever, they're back on the field. 22 women have made the allegations of sexual impropriety. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Now, The NFL, according to the collective bargaining agreement, have been doing their own investigation, which according to that investigation is very thorough. Yeah. And according to that investigation, I think the most he can receive is a six game suspension. So Deshaun Watson, who unbelievably is in a position to sign the deal he did with the uh, Cleveland Browns, will sit out the first six games for Allegedly, I have to say that. Right. Horrific acts against women. Right. Well, I mean, Calvin much- Ridley placed a legal bet. Fifteen hundred dollars. It doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. There's no way to. Okay. Look, Calvin, you gambled on National Football League play. That, my friend, is against the rules. You are going to sit for the first three games. Right. Of the 2022 season. Or even six, if you wanted it. But the entire season, when this guy has 22 open lawsuits still, civil, but open, and he's going to, what, be out for six games? And how is this a PR good thing for the Cleveland Browns? A franchise that desperately needs good PR. Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield, the list goes on. 
first-round pick after first-round pick after first-round pick, and now this? I don't There are it. already protests. Kareem Hunt? Oh, yeah. Who's on their roster? That's who, yeah. We could go on and on. Sadly, GM we are out of time, but I'm cheesed. I'll tell you that much. Thanks for listening to Sportsbook here on WJR.